hey, so Marvel, I mean, what do you, what do you want to call it? Is it called Marvel Universe? I mean, as far as their whole uh, affiliation with comics, movies, etc. Is it Marvel Universe? Well, the movies and like the Disney Plus shows, they're called, they're going by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And that would be any kind of like um, animation or uh, movies that are produced by Marvel? Yeah. But like most of that animation like stays away from like uh, interact like with the story from like, you know, the movies and TV shows, the live action ones. But, you know, they, they are part of, uh, you know, Marvel television. Okay. That's cool. I get it. So. For the most part, do you think Marvel is overdoing it? I mean, now Marvel's a big like Disney owns part of Marvel, right? Or all of Marvel, or how does yeah, that work? They have the rights to Marvel comics characters. So that's why now we see Dis- uh, Marvel characters at Disneyland, which is kind of cool. Uh, and so, do you think with Disney being, uh, you know, one of the main uh, shareholders in that name? Is that why we see so much of Marvel coming out? Just, you know, like we see so much of Disney stuff coming out? Or is this something that you might have seen happening uh, before, but just in a slower pace? But now, because um, the financial backhold that Disney has, uh, they're able to put out these uh, Marvel characters. I mean, they're not just making them up. These are characters that have existed in comics for a long time. Yes. And yeah, of course, you know Disney uh, owning you know Marvel Marvel Studios, and you know the rights to most of the comic uh, characters. Of course, you know they're making way more. It, it, that's the reason because the same thing happened with uh, Star Wars. You know they uh, with bought, Star Wars. Uh, so uh, okay, so uh, Disney, Disney owns Star Wars too. Yeah. Okay. And you know they started coming out with you know they did the, the prequels. They started making you know the Han Solo movie. You know. But these are all like actual things that existed. Like uh, George Lucas had wrote the uh, these parts of uh, the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every, everything's from a, a story. It, they they were just able to be mass produced because of the financial backing yeah, from yeah, Disney. You know, you get a lot now we're seeing the same thing with Marvel, right? Yeah, you know, it's been happening since you know, Marvel all along, and now you know, since Disney Plus, they have the the you know they own Disney Plus and Hulu, so you know they have you know they could stream a bunch, they you know make TV shows to stream. Like in Disney Plus, they did, you know, the. We started off with, uh, what was it, the Scarlet Witch and the, the WandaVision. Uh huh. And then they did a Captain America one and they did the Loki, you know, they even did the cartoon What If. And then Hulu, they got a couple on Hulu too. Uh, Modoc, which I haven't I haven't checked out yet, but that, that came out last year. And uh, Hitmonkey. Hitmonkey. Yeah, I, ha- I have this titsy here. So we hit this pin right here. I'm going to hit this. It's a, a THC. I think it's like like 98 like or 88 point something nice. THC. I'm going to hit. Wow. So, like we were saying, you have, you know, Marvel. And, I, I mean, you made a great point. I mean, I couldn't have explained it better myself. I mean, I didn't even know that much about it. But if I can have asked anyone, I'm glad I just asked you because you pretty much put that uh, put that out there in the way I, that uh, not only I can understand, but I'm sure everyone that's listening can. And you're right. 
I mean, you're 100 percent right. And I, I, and how do you feel about these Marvel shows that are coming out? Do you think they're, you know, they're worthy? Or do they actually take the time in finding the creators uh, uh, to uh, uh, produce these things? And I, and I feel they do. Like you know, otherwise, you know, why they're signed with Disney, et cetera, whoever they're signed with. Uh, are they up to your expectation or better of what you expected? Because I know you're a big com- comic book guy. I know you follow DC, and I know you follow Marvel a lot. And um, yeah, go ahead and take that away. I mean, no, yeah, of course uh, they're actually exceeding my expectations a lot. Of, uh, I didn't think uh, all these all the shows that I've seen so far are real good. Um, my favorite would have to be Loki. So far, even though I am a Captain America fan. Okay, so yeah. Loki. So, so explain to that uh, for the people that are listening. Loki, you know, just kind of branch off for for uh, the main relate uh, the relationship to a main superhero that people would know. Uh, well, Loki, it's uh, the God of Mischief, which is Thor's brother. What's that? One more time. The God of Mischief, which is Thor's brother. The God of Mischief. Yeah. And he's yeah. Okay, so Loki is the God of Mischief, and he's. Thor's brother. Yeah, and he was the main, uh, you know, the main. I'm brother. pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. So the I know who Loki is season. now. So I'm pretty sure that the a lot of people that are familiar with Marvel know who Loki is, yeah. right? T- played by Tom Hiddleston. Okay. Hiddleston, I believe. And yeah, and and so he, the thing with that, so also, so a lot of people that don't probably know Marvel as as good as you, Dish, are probably like, okay, now they're just making money out of it. Like for example, the reason why I'm saying this is like. What we just mentioned, Loki. There's a series now, yeah. With low, and so a lot of people would think that like now they're just making stuff up, uh, to just you know make money off of what you know, uh, you know these blockbuster hit movies, you know, you know, um, characters that were introduced in these blockbuster hit movies, I should say. But that's not the case here, right? Like we just talked about, you know, earlier, is that they could actually show these things because comic books writers are so long and people don't realize when like even movies are made that the, the the script that are actually written by the writers or the books that they go off of to make movies are way longer they can never show you know uh for example goodfellas martin scorsese yes. the book i forget the author that wrote it uh that wrote but it was not even called goodfellas it was called our casino i think i'm confusing it with either or it, these were books that uh, Martin Scorsese, you know, was was fascinated with and then made a movie f- from. Yeah. But you could never uh, take a whole book and, and, and you know, um, put it into an hour and a half, two hour and a half, three hours, you know, yeah. uh, uh, cinema, you know, and, and to show it and to define everything that's in that book, everything that's in that script. It doesn't work that way. It has to be broken down. So that that's what Marvel's doing now, right? They're able to with Disney, and yeah, they have the financial backing to hire actors and and produce these shows. Yes. But they're not just made up, and they're not just you know burning money from these characters. These are actual stories from comic book writers that already existed, correct? Yeah, you know they're they're basing them off of the comics, and you know of course you know it's not word for word or story for story. You know they do change up a little bit, but you know you have to do that when you you know uh, adapting something from you know a comic book to make a movie. So, um, and I think, um, in my opinion, they're doing a great job. They, uh, they, it's a, it's a way to, you know, show these characters that, you know, you know, like Loki was the villain in Thor, the first Thor, and in the first Avengers, 
movie. And, uh, you know, that's where you see it. But in the in the series, they show him, you know, it's a, it's a different side, you know, and it's a nice story that they have, you know, that it's a nice story that, you know, goes along with it. And the same thing with the Captain, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, it's a, these two characters were, you know, uh, supporting characters to Captain America, to his two best friends, you know, one when they were, you know, when he was in, you know, when he was a regular human, and one when he was a super uh, super soldier already, you know, went after the ice, and you know, it shows them, you know, gives them a chance to show them more, you know, their characters more, you know, they're both, you know, both portrayed by two good actors, Anthony Mackie and uh, Sebastian Stan. Which I think they, they both did a great job in, uh, you know, absolutely ban- ban- bantering against each other, and you know, and you know, the same thing with uh, all the other shows that are coming out, and uh, Hawkeye is coming out, and uh, you know, that's uh, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, yeah, I've seen those previews. I think they look good. And uh, so now that we've seen, like, big blockbuster hits, for example, I mean, all the Marvel uh, movies, of course, they have a, a, a big lead way as far as the, the DC movies that were put out, right? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, even though, like, I think DC was the first, right, with Batman? Yeah. Back, they, they I mean, out. the big major hit, Michael Keaton, back in yes. 86, 87, 88, no, it whatever that was. Was it Superman? Yeah, Superman was first. Okay, so like they they kind of started it all, but I mean Marvel just kind of you know once technology kicked in and stuff. I mean, uh, it just they just skyrocketed and I mean took over. I mean, so with that being said, we've seen like big movies, for example, within uh the universe like DC, for example, with Superman versus Batman, which yeah. was a great movie. Now, do you see? Uh, a DC Marvel intertwined movie versus each other first, or do you see being that Marvel owns, I'm sorry, Disney owns Marvel and, uh, you know, uh, uh, other things like Star Wars, maybe Marvel and, you know, Star Wars kind of intertwined in the universe. I mean, w- w- uh, I mean, right. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. yeah. And what, and, what, and what do you see like happening? I mean, is it a possibility between Marvel and DC or is it more, uh, a, a more of a reality to see something happen between star Wars and Marvel? Uh, I like, I see something, uh, more going towards the end of like, uh, towards the way of a Marvel versus DC. I mean, cause, uh, they actually, you know, that's that's actually happened in the comic and you know they could branch out and you know combine you know, both studios combine and make big ass you know movie series you know series of movies put them together you know like in the comics and i think it's 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 a very better possibility than having star wars you know enter marvel you know there are references to star wars in the movies and uh and I think they should just keep it that way. I don't think they should involve any characters because they're a different, you know, different universe. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes things complicated. So that's a good answer, actually. I mean, you actually kind of gave me an answer that I was expecting from someone that has knowledge in this area. And, uh, okay, so, I mean, uh, now that I have you here on the subject, Dish, what Marvel movie would you like to see? Not just... Not okay. Okay, let me, let me clarify that. Not just what you would like to see off the top of your head, but what movie do you think that you would like to see is coming out next? That's gonna be the next big blockbuster hit because I I feel like right now we're kind of like at a at a question mark, right? Like when you hit uh, you know, I mean that stage, you were just kind of like, where do we go from here? 
There's yeah. been so many great hits. You know, the, the actors are getting older. You know, uh, Spider-Man, you know, we're kind of seeing an introduction uh, uh, into new, uh, a new phase, I feel. Or no, yeah, even, exactly what's going on. Even, yeah, and even if it's, you know, if it, yeah, I mean, is that, do you think that's what's happening as far as the films that are going to come out? Um, but, I mean, go ahead and elaborate on that. So, yeah, of course, you know, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, as they call it, has been going by phase. You know, the, the first phase was introducing all the characters, normal ones, in there with the Avengers, the first one. And then uh, second phase, the same thing with, with you know, into with an Avengers movie. The last phase ended with Endgame. And then now, you know, with, uh, with the Eternals, you know, the Black Widow, they're setting it up a new, new brand of heroes, you know, uh, coming out. And what I'm looking forward to is uh, for Marvel to take over and do justice to the Fantastic Four. Really? Okay, yeah. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool that you say because that we kind of – have i mean the fantastic four movies coming out and so you think we're going to start seeing the introduction into the next phase that's going to be not only just something that we just okay got to accept but that's going to be kind of you know that's going to sue this in uh through this through the cinema by the movies yeah and i think you know they're 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 gonna which i think is great yeah set it up and i think you know you have the avengers you know the power team you know and you had you know you had the x-men and you had sorry fantastic four we always have to say it though Long Beach Sirens. Of course. There it is. All right. So, you know, you had the X-Men and you had the Fantastic Four that were owned. The rights were owned by uh, Fox Studios and 20th Century Fox. And now they, uh, which Disney purchased. So now Marvel was able to bring them in, you know, bring in there slowly, you know, bringing in, they're going to supposedly bring in the mutants and the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was actually already announced. And uh, that's what I'm, I'm, you know, all the, you know, there was three movies made Fantastic Four that, in my opinion, they weren't that good. They didn't do them justice. And I I think they could, you know, with Marvel, which, you know, the MCU has been doing a good job giving all these characters justice. You know, for instance, um, we all can't forget the good job that Wesley Snipes did as Blade. But now they're, you know, remaking it and putting them with other characters in the, you know, interacting with other characters. And I think it's going to be good. Yeah, that was the thing is like back then Blade, Marvel, right? Yeah, is kind of like they were just like things that were spontaneously, you know, just brought up. Someone had the, you know, had the idea they wanted to make these movies, and they made sense. They did well, obviously. Uh, Wesley Snipes did great. There was more than one Blade, but now the Marvel, the newer Marvel, kind of even not uh, related, you know, kind of like an old distant relative to the old Tobey Maguire Spider Man's in the yes. early two thousands. But once you've seen that Marvel, you know, uh, take on the screen where it introduces the characters yeah. and you have a flash of all the movies and stuff and it makes up for the name Marvel, kind of when we started to see that, we see all the movies definitely are closely related. And it's, it's great for comic book lovers because they all intertwine. Yes. You know what I mean? So now it makes more sense to introduce, you know, characters that we already, you know, seen cinema uh, that was created like with Lusty Snipes and to take nothing from him, but now it makes more sense to create new ones that uh, that are going to go into this flow yeah. of Marvel, you know, that we're seeing. Yeah, because they were, you know, there were, there's so many stories that involved, you know, the X-Men, the Avengers, and Fantastic Four uh, that they weren't able to put together. Now, for instance, in the movie Civil War, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, he had a big, big uh big role in the civil war 
Yes, like, absolutely. You know, it's, it's sort of a Fantastic Four. They actually split in, split in two. Uh, and that's the thing is like just like you is like i mean i know and it's would be a thousand podcasts probably but i know you know more so than the average person watching because most people watching this and and marvel disney does a great job of just making it interesting uh, i mean fascinating i should say just by watching it because it's just it's just what you're seeing is just great but the 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 guy the story lover the guy who's intrigued the guy who's you know knowing what's going on because the comic books like yourself knows you know everything that's happening step by step and what you know what's going to happen next and what to expect and you know the the these uh what do you what do you want to call them the clips in the credits what what, what do you call those Mid credits and credit scenes, I mean, yeah, are, are created for people like you yeah. to, to just finalize what you guys are just you know thinking, and it's just and it's That's great because it's great to know that there's writers and producers that are actually following these comic book guidelines and every step's followed and everything's created to the T. And so, uh, I mean, overall, you would say right that they're doing a great job on just kind of easing oh, in that phase, and yeah, just... and you know, they 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 do change, you know. If, uh, a lot. Of, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say a few things, but they do change a lot of things, you know, so it could fit into the movie form, you know. But I do like the fact that there's so many Easter eggs and so many in all the movies, you know, that only true comic book fans would catch. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and that's what I like it because they still, you know, they, they they try to make it mainstream for you know, to you know to go in, but they throw. I mean, to you know, make the money and get you know, the kids to go watch it that don't really know the comics but they love the movies. And then you know you got your you know you throw your little Easter eggs for the the, the comic, the, the comic fan. lover, yeah. You know the the, the diehard fans, you know, get them into get them in the movie, make them like it, make them talk about the movie, make them talk about the show, and I I love it, you know. And, and uh, another question I have for you, additions. So you have the movies, and then you have the animation, and from what I think from what we've talked about, not on a podcast, but you know, a person to person that the animation totally, totally fit intertwined to what, you know, the big blockbuster movies are showing. Yeah. Right. And they're fall they're, they're being, um, they're being, um, uh, opened up and allowed for, uh, for view while the big mainstream movies are producing. So they kind of fit right in and make sense. Right. Yeah. Like we see with hit monkey. Yes. That's a great animation. I mean, kind of just elaborate on hit monkey just really quick because we're running out of time about uh how just i mean first of all i mean we do have a little bit of time i mean talk about how the animation of marvel intertwines with the movies and it makes sense it, but i mean i just want you to talk about hit monkey because i think hit monkey is just something that's awesome and yeah that's well, hit, hit monkey is actually uh anime style from marvel and it's uh it, you know it's uh it's only fitting because it's made a it's based in japan I, I personally don't know much about the comic Hit Monkey, but what I've been watching in the show, it, it's 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 a good story, and uh, I'm I'm digging it. And what are his relations though? Hit Monkey, as far as you know, the hero uh, to the Marvel universe, X Men, Adventure. I I would have to say maybe you know Mutant because uh, I've seen there was a Mutant that premiered that was on the show on the Hit Monkey, but like I said, I really don't know his background in the comics. I, I I did have I have heard of him, but I haven't you know really know his background or his story, just from what I've seen on the show. And the show so far, you know, is making me interested and wanting to know more about him. So I'm pretty sure you think you find out more about as you go and watch the show. Yeah. I mean, but as far as like other animes that are out, 
they were definitely intertwined on, on uh oh yeah you know like with, digital six i mean but uh with the big hit movies that are out now right yeah they're uh you know they i mean so if you're in the same universe I'm, I'm sure they could you know inter intertwine but so far you know the like the cartoons the only one that's you know that's in, in uh inter with uh the Marvel movies and the TV shows, it's what if that's on Disney Plus. Okay, so right now everything that's producing is not really uh related to all the blockbuster movies that are premiering right now. No, not not not, not the shows on Hulu. Okay, so and, and and to finish up, we got uh Jared Leto coming out and he's gonna play Morbius. Yes. Right? Looking forward. I mean, we've both seen the trailer. Uh I mean Take that away for us to finish off this podcast about Marvel uh, dish. I mean, what's your what's your take on that? Well, you know, Morbius, of course, that's uh, also you know, of course, it has to do with uh, the MCU, but that's the Sony verse that they're calling it the Spider Verse. You know, right. Sony does own the rights to Spider Man. Go ahead and explain that though, Sony Verse okay. and Spider Verse. Because so, so Sony owns the right to Spider Man, and they're they they made a deal with Marvel to where they could make the movies, which that's what brought in Tom Holland. And you know, able to interact and you know, be in Civil War and all the Avengers movies and you know, his own movies now, which is the third one's coming out next month. And uh, but uh, Sony owns the rights to both of uh, to Spider Man and the characters, so they they branched out and did their own, you know, started their own cineverse for for instance called the Spider Verse, which includes Venom, which we you know came out a couple of years ago, and the sequel just came out this this year, right? Which is still in theaters, and then Morbius is coming out, and okay. then uh, they also have a confirmed confirmed Craven the Manhunter is coming out. They're making a movie about that, okay? And so uh, you know, and it's supposed to interact you know with Spider Man, but they haven't had Spider Man in any of these yet, which I think it's. It's so it's good because they're you know maybe like introducing these characters on their own, but I'm sure there's gonna come into a climax and they're setting it up too because they're also working with Marvel Studios on these. Yeah, and also too, if you if you think about it, uh, not only like we see kind of an introduction with more like Venom and stuff and single-handed uh, 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 villains they face, but uh, I don't know if it's because he's been around a lot longer. Like we go back to like I'm talking about Tobey Maguire, but. You know, in all kinds of movies, we usually we usually see Spider-Man fighting more than one villain. Yes. In a movie, so that would make sense if we, you know, they could bring, you know, these characters back, like you said, and kind of, you know, not make it a movie where he Spider-Man has to fight, you know, uh, one of them individually, but where he could fight, you know, two, maybe even three, yeah. in a single film, and uh, I mean that that that'll make a lot of sense. I mean, right? just kind of clear things up because you, we do kind of see uh see easter eggs i noticed in the morbius movie we do see posters of spider-man when he's walking down the street in the background yeah you know and uh so it makes sense so i mean they're not you know totally ignoring ignoring the idea of that that spider-man exists uh you know just as much as they do in, in well, their yeah. time yeah we well, like the preview that they also show uh michael Kim. Keaton's character from uh, uh, the first Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, or, or no, just amazing, or Homecoming. yeah, Homecoming as Vulture. Yes, and exactly. And then him and Morbius. There's so, yeah, okay, so we shouldn't say too much. We don't want to give too many spoilers, but yeah. I, yes. So I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I I think it's all great, and I'm excited about what's happening. But of course, the bottom line, right? We all know is it's the financial backing yes. that ultimately ultimately 
determines about what what happens. I mean, if you're a comic book lover and you know the details, you know what's supposed to happen. But as far as the cinema and what we're seeing in the big screen, ultimately falls on the hands of the people that are going to provide for this movie and pay, you know, yeah, for that, us what we want to see. That also what's going to make them, money. They got, you know, a great, uh, like you said earlier, uh, the writers that are actually basing it on the comics and, you know, trying to keep it more accurate, as accurate as possible. And I think that's a big, big part of the, like, the success of these movies.